Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Woo, that came in hard. Love it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Cigar City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, Mr. Clay Wilkinson. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Glad to be back. I'm so glad to hear that. And with us, a special guest today, Spethel. Uh, Ryan, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How about yourself? The diehard Titans fan in the building. Tighten up. The Titans, the uh, Florida State Seminoles. What else you got for me? Um, Spurs. Spurs, okay. Don't do a lot of basketball. If I had to say basketball, I'd go with the uh, the Magic, I guess. I'd, I'm, I'd, I'm bulls all yeah. the way. There you go. From, from childhood. <laughs> I, I'm Jordan. with you on, on yeah. the NBA. I big, don't follow Big that, Jordan so. fan. Who isn't, though, right? Yeah. Somebody out there is like, oh, what LeBron fan. What about hockey? I swear to God, if you say the Panthers, you can walk right now. <laughs> Honestly, I started out as a uh, Blackhawks fan and then uh, changed over to the Avalanche when they came out. Huh. Okay. Right. Why? Just because Just I actually knew some of the players from the Avalanche. Yeah, they had Patrick Wall. Games. They had Patrick Wall way back in the day. So He was really good. Yeah, I'm a Lightning fan. Now, speaking of the Lightning, they just made history in the NHL, being yeah. the first team ever to start three uh, black forwards on the team, which was pretty cool to see, honestly. Yeah. Hold first on. time in the history of the league. Yeah. I'm surprised there's more than one black person playing hockey <laughs> to begin with. Let alone two of them playing hockey on the same court. Now, three of them on the same team and playing, that's... Insane. That's crazy. It's craziness. Who knew? Yeah. I think uh, I think fit hockey is one of the most physically demanding sports you could possibly play. Up there with rugby and, and badminton. I <laughs> I was agreeing till the badminton. <laughs> I just got you gotta have strong ankles you do Jesus you gotta have dexterity you gotta be able to skate skate quick not get annihilated by some huge guys those big old Icelandic boys out there on the uh on the ice and you have to be able to shoot the puck into that little net I I don't know man it's a tough sport oh yeah it's a tough sport up and down and being here in Florida we don't get a lot of uh exposure to hockey at the youth level and yet Florida, this right now is where everybody's attention is. Yep. I mean, between the Panthers and the Lightning. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. interesting. Well, we'll be talking about that in the coming weeks. But, man, the, the Panthers and the Lightning have had an interesting run recently. Yeah, I, I was actually, you know, a little nervous about what's going to happen for the Lightning. But then I started digging a little bit deeper. And, you know, it's a, the NHL, I wish they would require – the teams to put out a little more information on players and injuries and all that. But <laughs> since they don't, it is what it is, but I'm not so worried anymore. I, I think we've, I think Hedman's going to be okay. Yeah. Come, um, when it, what was 
is the first first game Saturday? I think so. Or is it, it's, it's coming up very it, soon. But but the big thing for me is I think it's Sunday. Kucherov having been out all season, yeah, has definitely shown uh, some kinks in the armor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the top scorer last year. Yeah, and he took a lot of attention off of the rest of his line, mainly Braden Point. Yeah, who was a monster down the stretch last year with that big, uh, you know, seven overtime game. I mean, that, that was huge. He kind of exploded after that. Not that he wasn't good before, but now without Kucherov and everybody's paying attention to to everybody equally, that that line has not been quite as studly. And Stamkos uh, being out again, yeah. lower body injury. That guy, man, I, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like Hockey players aren't tough, man. These guys are tougher than a two dollar steak. I get that, but I mean, he's been off the ice a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was off the ice a lot last season. I was gonna say, didn't he not you know, play he, in the playoffs last season? No, no, he he, he played he, he played only in a couple games in the playoffs. Actually, I think it was the first game he came back. He was on the ice for his third or fourth shift, score goal, and went off. He was out for like I think it was two minutes and something. Yeah. And yeah. scored a goal, and that was it. Yep. Yeah. And then he was off the ice. But, you know, like just a little statistic I saw on him the other day. He's played 38 games this season, scored 34 points. Yeah. And that includes assists and all that other stuff. I mean, hockey points are different, not necessarily 34 goals. Right. But um, he's just so valuable when he's out there. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yep. He, uh, well, he's a good skater. Yeah, you know, and he's yeah. well. I think the thing about him too is he's one of the most accurate shooters in hockey. Yeah, him and Point are both up there. When he sets up in that little left circle and just sits there, I firmly believe he can put the puck anywhere he wants to. That knuckle puck, it's crazy. Can't stop it. <laughs> knuckle puck. Yeah, and the Bash Brothers being Victor Hedman by himself is always pretty good. Uh, but I wanted to talk a couple things uh, in the boxing world. Did everybody uh, get a chance to watch the Canelo fight, or at least the highlights from it? I at least got to watch the highlights. Versus Billy Joe Saunders? Nope. Uh, what did you think? I-, I think Canelo looked fantastic. I did, too. I I, I expected it, though. Um, I did, too. I did, too. But I did not expect it to be quite as sharp as he was, right? Like, he commanded that entire fight. I don't think there was any uh, any moment where he was in trouble. No. I think they gave a couple rounds to Billy Joe Saunders, but I was like, I I just don't. I didn't think he was he was matched properly with Canelo. Canelo showed his, his strategy literally on the first punch. He walked out there. Uh, Billy Joe Saunders fainted and, er, fainted and he threw that left uppercut right at the head. And he threw that, what, eight or nine times that yeah. I could see. Every time he would do that move, Canelo was just waiting for it. And then you get to the fourth and fifth round, which, by the way, Canelo said he wasn't going to make it out of the eighth. Eighth, ninth round, it's going to be over. He said that before the fight. And... Billy Joe Saunders started hitting a couple shots, and then he started getting, and I don't get this. I I know these guys are athletes, and they're probably better boxers than any of us will ever be, but um, I don't understand when you're fighting a guy like Canelo why you'd put your hands down. And he did. No, he he was being cocky. I mean, he was trying to move his head a lot, and he was trying to stay active, but his hands just dropped, and I was like, you don't have Canelo right now. 
You don't yeah. you don't have him. And I could see like if you know you're gonna knock somebody out and you could see their legs are gone and they're really struggling, I could see dropping your hands and getting a little cocky. But Canelo was still coming at him, hands up. Yeah. And then bam, that sweet uh uppercut on the same move he did as the first punch of the entire match. And then he goes over there and well after that happened, Saunders' hands shot straight up and he got real defensive. Wouldn't throw punches, kept guarding his face, went straight to the corner, and they said, yeah, no, he's done. Yeah. Oh, so it was TKO? Yeah, it had to hurt. Yeah, it, it was. It was a TKO, but you could tell after that was over with that um, that he was done. That he was done, man. But, I mean, good kudos to him. Good fight. Canelo, I think uh, his next op- opponent, everybody's been saying, is uh, Caleb Plant out there in Tennessee, who's the last title holder at that weight class and i'm starting to think is you know plant i've seen plant fight too and he was dominating in the fight that he was in but the guys that i were talking to saying that he you know it wasn't it wasn't good competition which is one of the challenges with boxing right now yeah well a lot of the challenges with boxing is all the bureaucracy for any type of legitimate match yeah i mean you've got the Paul brothers are coming out, <laughs> and let's yeah. let's let's be clear: what everybody's in it for, money, making millions of dollars, and, and calling someone out and having a fight scheduled and ready within like sixty days. You can't do that if it's a if it's a what do they call it a sanctioned fight? Yeah, because of all the bureaucracy and red tape. That's all it is: is making sure all these different people get their piece of the pie. And now we've got watered down competition. Oh, you got to do this, you got to do that to get your shot, and all this. And you know, you look at you know now you got um, Jake Paul's fighting Mayweather. No, that's Logan. Or Logan Paul's fighting yeah. Mayweather. Jake Paul's been banned from the event. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's happening so fast. I could it, box is gonna have to. They're gonna have to take a page from this and make things easier and get some better competition in there. And I think. Um, that's why you see a lot of people gravitating towards boxing right now is because the money's there to be made. And that's one thing I think I had a conversation with somebody and I forget who it was. I want, maybe it was Nello, but we were talking about the way the UFC promotes compared to the way boxing promotes. Right. So if me and clay are going to fight, they're going to say, Oh, check out UFC 33. And then they'll list the card and somewhere on the card it's clay and Jack. When if it's boxing, it's like the the fight of the century is going to be Clay and Jack show up to see this fight, period. And and they market their people better. Mm -hmm. And I think Mayweather is just a genius. He's the best at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's uh... He and Connor are geniuses, too. If we think that they weren't in on that from day one. Oh, oh, that's what I said from day one. Everyone thinks that it was about. Connor actually showing that he could fight a boxer. I'm like, bro, that's no, money. money. That's a money move right there. That's all that is. Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, Mayweather is, he may be the best technical boxer I've ever seen. I don't want to see, I, 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 I'd love to know who's better. You know, yeah. at, with his record being what it is, I mean, sure, you can have your favorite boxer and you can say that there's a guys that I like XYZ, like I like Vasily Lomachenko. But I'm not gonna say he's the best, yeah. Especially because he just lost. <laughs> but um, I love his style. I love watching him fight. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing is, you know, Mayweather's really not that exciting of a guy to watch. No. You know? Which I is mean, why I'm also curious as to why Logan Paul would fight him or why he would fight Logan Paul. Because he's undefeated. $100 million. Money. Yeah. $100 million, That's why Mayweather's doing it. And two, if I'm Logan Paul, I want to fight the guy that's going to bring me the most money. Yeah. Knowing I'm going to lose. And he's not a knockout boxer, so I'm not going to get... Knocked out. I'm not going to be laying there out cold. Well, <laughs> hey, don't forget, Mayweather can knock people out. Oh, he can. He can. He just doesn't do gonna, it anymore. I was going to say, he's after just breaking not his hand so many times, yeah. he's just done with it. Well, that and it, 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 if you're going to get in there and slug it out, you're going to get hit, too. And I think Mayweather has enjoyed not getting hit so much. I'd say his. that about most other people, but it's Mayweather, man. That dude rarely gets hit. Yeah. And, and uh, McGregor would have been knocked out oh, if they had kept sure. that fight going. It oh, was, it was ended correctly. Uh, he wasn't going to win that fight. Yeah. It was it was proper for them to stop it where they did. But here's the thing: Logan's a little bit bigger than Mayweather, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an exhibition, so I, there, there's no weight limit. <laughs> I, mean, I get that. He's definitely bigger. But just looking at the science, if Logan Paul is able to get a flush shot on Mayweather, which is a big if, he's got a puncher's chance, man. He does. Yeah, he's he could. I mean, I, you know, I don't, he's a big dude, but I don't know if he's got like one hit or quit or knockout power, but it only takes a couple to loosen up that jaw and then, yeah. then put him down. But again, the problem is he'll never hit. He's Mayweather, not going to get him flush. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, he won't. Nobody has nothing of substance too fast and yeah. too defensive for him to even do anything with. Not, you know what I mean? Not to mention how many rounds are we looking at for that fight? Do we know? I don't even know. Let's take a look. Yeah, Let's I don't see know. I didn't look how many it. how many rounds that fight's going to be because that's another thing that Mayweather's really really great at um, is taking people into the deep water. Oh yeah, uh, so first thing well, that pops to, up. You talking about Mayweather versus Jake Paul? See, that's what I would imagine would be the fight. Well, see, I heard after that whole uh, the weigh-in thing that they were supposed to fight. He wanted to fight both of them, especially yeah. after he did the thing with Mayweather's hat. Oh yeah, he wanted to fight both of them. Yeah. But yeah. I guess they're not going to let that happen. Here we go. These we guys got the rules for this. First of all, let's see. A money man Mayweather is 44. Oh, yep. my God. Let's see here. Mayweather's 50 and 0 at 160 pounds. And oh, Jake Paul's only 190 pounds. Never mind. I didn't. I thought he was bigger than that. In boxing, 30 that's, pounds that's, is a lot. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. But it's still, it's Mayweather. Mayweather's willing to give him 30, 30 pounds, <laughs> 30 pound advantage. What I wanted to see was uh, Tyson come out and fight Logan Paul. Bro, that'd be a, a massacre. I, I know. That's why I want to see it. Talking about Mike He's already Fury. rich. Mike yeah. Tyson. He's oh, already rich. That. He doesn't need to take an ass open for that. Oh, uh, you mean uh, Logan? Yeah, he's a, he, he don't need to take it. If he's if he's going he up against Tyson, he's worried about YouTubing with a stutter the rest of his life. <laughs> That's how you get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> for a payday. Did you, I mean, I'm broke, but I might step in the ring with Tyson for a million, and I'm just I gonna wouldn't. play like I see a bear. You know, he hit me. Oh, I'm down. I you would, man. I'd, I'd go at Tyson for a million. I, I have no expectations of winning that fight at all. After watching know. the press conference after the fight for Roy Jones, it's like what that reminded me of is when you and your brother used to fight and your older brother would kick your ass and then go to your parents and tell the story like it was even <laughs> so yeah. that he wouldn't get in trouble. 
<laughs> Mike Tyson's like, you did a good job, you man. You were sitting there, you was working real hard. And Roy Jones like, uh huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I could just tell that Roy was like, thank God this is over. Yeah, never again. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. and you Roy know, Jones was mean back in his day too. Roy, so. Roy Jones, oh, is yeah. one of those guys. Roy Jones, you got to. I love watching Roy Jones. You know, I'm from. I was born and lived the first like nine years of my life right outside of pensacola mm -hmm. that's where he calls home well it's funny the gym that he built the basketball gym that was on like mtv cribs or whatever mm, yeah. my, my uncle bill built that building he owned a steel construction service and built his building wow and so he'd be out there and he'd be like yeah Master P and Silk the Shocker came by. <laughs> they were riding quads around the around the property, and um, they had all their pit bulls with them, hanging out with Roy uh, Jones Jr. and and you know he was just all he was he would be like we ran into him at a drag race because drag racing's big around Pensacola, and so he's a local guy. I loved watching him. I I thought he'd do a little better than he did but then again you know it's mike tyson you you fight him for a million dollars and when your health insurance company says yeah we're not going to cover anything yeah. on this then we, that million's going out the door when you see those those punches coming in from tyson even at his age you were like oh no dude when he was hitting those mitts that yeah. first video he put out when they announced it oh his speed is i couldn't believe it yeah i mean his style is unlike anybody i've ever seen yeah just that pit bull straightforward, mm -hmm. throwing those heavy hands. And so fast. You just <laughs> don't see it coming. Probably I got I, one of my I'm, favorite I'm just, sayings of all time. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Uh -huh. Yep. And that is so true. I, I just want to go back to Clay's uncle talking about Master P and Silk the Shocker. Ooh. Yeah. I'd love to hear that old Southern accent. Hey, and, man, and guess what? He's, uh, he's, Master <laughs> P and Silk the Shocker showed up at the house. They was doing on the four-wheelers, and they brought the pit bulls. I thought that was something else. You're not far off from his accent. <laughs> I just went up to him and said, ride or die, Wody. And he, go he goes... He goes... He goes, they pull up in this limousine, and they get out with these very voluptuous ladies <laughs> <laughs> and it's it was great oh this fella here's named silk the shocker <laughs> and that there fella's master p and they're gonna go out and ride the four with us let's leave them alone and get back to work boys <laughs> i'm sorry dude i just i, I love it i yeah. love it because i hear it in my head oh he's yeah he's got a thick accent too so yeah it's so uh, far. To finish up on boxing, there's another uh, little, I guess we'd call it a promo video. I don't know what you'd call it. Deontay Wilder has been working with a new trainer, and he's learned how to use a jab. What? And he's learned how to have some footwork, and boy, oh boy, he looks like a different guy. That's He needs that. Um, so he finally learned strength. how to box? That's exactly what people are saying. And I watched the video, and I was like, with the natural power that Wilder's got, which... Oh, he hits hard. Dude. <laughs> Deontay Wilder punched your engine out of your car if he wanted to. <laughs> uh, he's a tough dude, and he just got completely outboxed by, by Fury, in my opinion. I thought Fury had his number. I know he had that whole comment about how his ring gear weighed so much, and it fatigued him getting to the ring, and yada, yada, yada. Doesn't matter. I don't think he uh, he had a plan from day one with, with, with Fury. He thought he was going to be able to connect 
and knock him out, and yeah. that would be the end of it. You can't knock out a gypsy that easy. <laughs> Has anybody seen Snatch? Come on. Yeah, right. The pikey filly. Yeah. Um, like eggs. You like eggs? Oh, uh, yeah. So um, I want to see him get back. They say he's he might take a tune-up fight or two and then go after uh, – Let's think. I mean, the big three in, in heavyweight boxing that I'm aware of that have been on the big pay-per-views are, are Ruiz, Anthony Joshua, or Tyson Fury. So I don't know who he would want to go after or who he'd want. I'm, I well, know I there's a either. bunch of talented dudes in boxing, and I want to bring our buddy Colin on the show. He he knows all about boxing history, all the guys who are doing really well right now. I can't wait to pick his brain about it, but... Um, I want to see those guys. You know, I want to see the top dogs slug it out. And Fury and Joshua are scheduled to fight August fourteenth in Saudi Arabia. So you know that's going to be a massive event. I don't know That'll why Saudi Arabia, big. but I'm sure they're paying. No top. knocking. I mean, there's a lot of massive events that happen there. WWE goes there all oh, the yeah. time. I'm sure they're paying top dollar. Yeah, and I I honestly think Fury wins that fight too. I'm sorry, dude. When I saw Ruiz knock Joshua out or, I, you know, knock him down twice in one round, I was like, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't I don't buy that. I'd have to see a poor showing by Tyson Fury before I would say anybody would beat him. Yeah. I. He's just like, he's huge. His head is huge. His, his waist is huge, and he's so fast. He's got good footwork. He's got a really nice jab and, like, I don't know, man. He's a tough guy. He's a great boxer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that's interesting. I can't wait to see that fight. I think we'll need to order that one and watch it. I like it. Yep. I like it. I, I like know it. One one time's fighting again. What's that? Said so I want to see Keith Thurman fight again. Keith Thurman. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. Does he have anything scheduled coming up? Not that I know of. Hmm. We can look it up. We can Google it. It's worth a Google. But. That's uh, not why we came here. We came here because as of the day that we're recording this, uh, yesterday, the NFL schedule for 2021 came out. And uh, there are some really good matchups that I can't wait to see. Um, we're going to talk about who's got the easiest schedule, who's got the toughest schedule. Bucks. We'll go by uh, week to week and see... Um, and see what some of these good marquee matchups are going to be. Talk about that, and um, should be good. So let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. Clay, you've got some numbers over there in front of you. Yeah, so I was looking through some of the strength of schedules, and Pittsburgh, Ravens, and the Bears have the toughest, are the top three toughest in that order, followed by the Packers and the Vikings running out the top five. On the easy end, Bucks coming in at 29th. Yep, saw that. Yep. Atlanta at 30, Cowboys at 31, Philly at 32. Mm. Um, and and you thought, I mean, for Steelers fans, that's, that's rough, man, for them to have the toughest schedule because last year they went you know, 11 and 0 to start off the season. And I know a lot of Steeler fans, and I kept telling them, guys, this is a fluke. I wouldn't buy into this. Your team is good. The, the Steelers are a good team. They're not taken away from them. But I didn't see them as a, a knockout playout fa playoff favorite or or even a Super Bowl contender. Oh, yeah, so, I didn't either. So you're a liar then. No. 
No, no, you said you they they were good. They are good. No, 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 they're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Lines. I mean and that just goes to prove it. I mean, they're eleven and zero playing scrubs. And then as soon as they stepped in with the big boys, they started to get their heads knocked off. Mm-hmm. I, I still think they're a good team. I think they had a good good foundation and no Ben Roethlisberger. That yeah, makes true. a big difference. So it that, does. to me, without having your fearless leader, number seven, standing back there uh, and still have the level of success that they did, they are a good team. And, and that same argument's made for the Bucks. We were a great team, but we had nobody throwing the ball. So we get a competent quarterback, we go straight to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so who win. knows? Who knows what the Steelers could have been? Hey, bro, you had somebody throwing the ball. You threw uh, the ball a lot. Well, yeah, he threw the ball a lot to a lot of different teams. Well, we, we brought in a guy ball that would out. throw it to the right people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he still threw 30 <laughs> touchdowns, you know? Yeah, sure did. What you got going on over there, buddy? I have no idea. <laughs> All right, so let's get back into that. So let's talk, uh, let's talk week one. Okay. Um. Uh, first, I want to. I want to know, Jack. Yes. Your surprise upset, if there is one, of week one. Okay. So, <laughs> I we had this on the group in the Facebook group, and my pick for the surprise win was Chargers over Washington. Now, I, I think Justin Herbert is going to come into a strong sophomore year. I mean, sure, people have probably found out about him, but I think the Chargers all around are a better team. Washington has the best front seven in football. Oh, yeah. I think their defense is lights out. They gave the Bucks trouble. They're going to give a lot of people trouble. But I I think as an overall team, the Chargers are going to be able to take that one. That's my pick for week one. It's going to come down to Herbert all year. Yeah. I mean, it's and, – and you look at, you know, they – it's just like what happened to the Pats. It's like what's going to happen to the Saints. Yeah. You know, Philip Rivers was there for so long. You're just not going to play to your full potential, no matter who's the talented QB you have when you've had the same guy there for so long. But Herbert, I mean, he was a little hot and cold, I'll say. But, man, he is hes good. He is a good quarterback. I could definitely see that happening. My surprise upset, which may I don't know, it may not be a surprise come week one after, you know, people are watching some – some spring training and some uh-huh. and some preseason is Cleveland beating the Chiefs. Oh, that's a bold one. It it is, and I forget about. Uh, I said this in there too. Is I forget about the Browns, man. Yeah, they're starting to have a decent team. Ah. I don't know. I think they just like we talked about with Justin Herbert. They hinge on the success of Baker Mayfield. They live and die off of whether or not Baker has a good game, and they often die. Yeah. Because but look at their backfield, man. Nick Chubb, yeah, he's a beast. Look at their wide receivers. I think they're going to surprise folks this year. Yeah. I mean, I know people are expecting them to do pretty well this year, but I think they're going to surprise them and do even better. So do you think it's more of the Browns having a good showing or yeah. the Chiefs having a slump? I think it's the Browns having a good showing. You get, you look at it, right? So the, the, the lesser team, week one, typically – that's their best chance, mm-hmm. right? Because you're you're not. It's the first game of the season. You don't know what you're what you're really seeing. Yes, we're gonna have preseason this year. That's gonna help. Yeah. But I think Cleveland's made some very good moves the last two years, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna turn some heads, and I think they're gonna beat the Chiefs week one right out of the gate. I, I think if they have the ability to control the ball, 
and keep that running game going, that they'll, they'll have a chance. I'm not going to go out and say that they'll win because if Patrick Mahomes is there for the Chiefs, it's a tough, tough to beat, especially with his record at Arrowhead. That would definitely be the biggest upset. Yeah. That would be all anybody would talk about. Oh, yeah. That'll that'll get all the airtime. How about you, Ryan? You got one for week one that you're looking at? Um, <clears throat> I mean, let's I just... I think the Saints are going to beat Green Bay. Ah. <laughs> so, that's... Even if Rodgers is still there? Even if Rodgers is Ooh, still there. Ooh. Wow. Because I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think Jameis Winston's going to go out there and ball out. I was about to ask you, who do you think still on the ball? Do you think Jameis? chip on his shoulder. You think Jameis is going to be starting week one? Oh, yeah. (sighs) See, I assumed it'd be Taysom Hill at least week one. At least. I don't Um, think they would have given him the extension if they weren't going to start him. I think um, I I, I agree with Ryan. And I don't think think, he would have taken it either. I think Jameis has a lot of issues, but he's the best pure passer on the team for sure. Well, and we haven't seen him. Since having twenty twenty vision, yeah. So since having his uh, constructed surgery, yeah. um, or LASIK surgery, uh, yeah. well, we'll see. He is out there doing all these uh, these videos. He did the video with Dak Prescott where he's talking about how he's the hardest worker in the league. Nobody's gonna outwork me. Come on, dude. He used to also make sure everybody knew that he was the first one to the facilities when he was here in Tampa every day. Yeah. And that didn't really translate into on-the-field performance. It didn't. You know, I think uh, Jameis is a guy who has a lot of talk. I mean, he's had some success, and he's got a hell of an arm. I think his decision-making – and maybe maybe Sean Payton is the guy for him. Maybe that's something that, that he needed was a, was a different coach. It could be. Because Sean Payton was real bold to come out and say that Jameis Winston was going to learn more in an offseason than his entire career in the NFL and college with the Saints. That yeah, could I mean, be all it took. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I personally, you might be right because that's in New Orleans. I will say this. I picked Green Bay if Rodgers is there. Yeah. So, it, it, not to say they can't beat him even if he's there. Yeah. Reigning MVP. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that's our week one. Week one, the Bucks start out against the Cowboys. That's another one that a lot of people are talking about. Trash game. Um, Thursday night, prime time. Dak Prescott coming back from an injury. The the Cowboys, it really sucked it up without him. Well. I believe they were the highest producing offense until he went down. That's correct. So you're talking like first to worst on yeah. offense. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a lot of anticipation for that game. Yeah. I think Tampa takes care of business. Um, but it's not guaranteed, of course. Um, and, and people who have found success against the Cowboys are uh people who can pressure Dak. People who can can get him outside his comfort zone, and that's the same to be said for every quarterback. Yep. But um, I think Dak being back is going to see more success for everybody on the field. Zeke Elliott being the first person that comes to mind because now he's not the number one threat on the on the team, so teams aren't going to stack the box against him every single down. Oh well, run through it. You know, well, it's very easy to say sitting here from our comfortable studio, but when you're running at some of these boys, especially when you have to play Washington twice a year, yeah, 
I don't know. There's a guy in Tennessee and wearing 22 who like put nine of them, 10 of them, 11 of them. Hell, go get the chili. Just put them in the box. I'll run them over all day. Yeah, but you're not talking about a human being when you mentioned Derrick Henry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Grown, so that's not grown fair. as man. That's a mountain that runs. Yes, it is. And it runs fast. It really does. I heard he you had to get a so special fast. permit for that stiff arm. <laughs> Titans. That's another interesting one to watch is as Titans versus Cards week yeah. one. That's going to be a great game. Um, that really is. That's going yeah. to be a great game for sure. That we're winning, Manny. Hey, listen. Manny's not a Cardinals fan. Oh, he, but he picked him. He right did now. pick him over, over the Titans. He, I'll tell you, Derrick Henry's, you got to keep Arizona's offense off the field. Yeah. Or, and, they, or, and, or they could lose that one. And now yeah. they've got J.J. Uh, Watt over there, too. He'll be good for like three quarters, and then he'll probably be done. I mean... As much as I hate to say it, I love the guy, but, I mean, he can't stay healthy to save his life. I will buy a Titans jersey. I will wear it, take a picture, make it my Facebook profile picture and my Twitter profile picture if Derrick Henry puts J.J. Watt on his back with a big stiff arm. I'll do it. Oh, it could definitely happen. Uh, anybody in the league is susceptible to that. So, I mean, okay. I'd love to see that happen. Me too. Just to see you wear the Titans, the Titans jersey. But see, that's not even a sacrifice for you because you love Derrick Henry. Yeah. I do love him, but I do not like the Titans. No, I mean, you know, nothing personal, Ryan. But, yeah, uh, no, that's cool. Um, yeah, that would be. You say anybody is susceptible to that. Anybody except maybe JJ Watt and Damakong Su. I don't think mm. so. As far as linemen go, but those are just how do you, you can't. St- I'm talking. I'm not talking about just a stiff arm. I'm talking about that. That's going to be on the highlight reel for uh, a couple of like years. Like what he did, to, uh, uh, Richard Sherman. Yeah, we're going to make a gif out of that one. Uh, like, I, that's what I am. I don't think you see to. that. I don't think you see that. I don't and and it, I think you're also when you're listing that that list of defensive linemen that that ain't happening to. You forgot uh, old boy from the Rams. Well, there's several others Aaron to Donald. list. Aaron Donald. Uh, I mean, I'd even put Pierre Paul up there on that list, but just the two that I think of because of sheer size and brute force Yeah, um, are those two. So, all right, let's take a look at week two. Primetime games. We got Giants at Washington for Thursday. And uh, Chiefs and Ravens, Chiefs in Baltimore. And uh, Lions at the Packers. Uh, that's the uh, Monday night game is Lions at Packers. Uh, Sunday night is going to be the Chiefs at Ravens. Uh, not a lot of, let's see, really good notable matchups. Uh, Rams at Colts, that'll be a good one. That'll be a great one. Yeah. Um, other than that, not much, man. Not much yeah. in the way of that. I think Tampa takes care of business against Atlanta. I, I do too. I do too. I don't think uh, I think Kyle Pitts, as we talked about last week, is a fantastic talent, but I don't think he's what they needed to to get over the top. I, I'm happy to be wrong. I hope he. I wish him all the best in his career, but um, yeah. I don't think he was the guy. He got well until they replace Matt Ryan. He's. I'm sorry. He's just too. He just doesn't get it done. Yeah. You know. I don't know if he's in his own head too much or what. At first, I thought it was a coaching situation because they had that, you know, the last time they went to the Super Bowl, we all know what happened there. Uh, and I thought that was really 
not the fault of the team as much as it was the coaching. Oh, that was definitely the coach because I fired them. They were winning that game twenty three to or twenty eight to three at halftime because they had run the ball down the Patriots' throat. They show up in the second half of that game. Don't don't run a single time. I know I'm exaggerating, but compared to anyone, they didn't stick with what was working. Yeah, yeah. They they single handedly allowed the Patriots to come back and, and beat them. But that's long time ago. That's not what we're here that, to talk about. That was definitely coaching, but just watching Matt Ryan, because I like watching the Falcons play ball. I do, especially when they added Calvin Ridley to Julio, Julio Jones. Jones, just, you know, being a Bama fan, you like to watch that. I, he's just, they don't, he's just, he can't get it done. He's not a clutch guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. Like I said, if he's in his own head or what, but they, they, they've got a great receiver core now with Pitts. but if you don't get a better quarterback, how mean, much more now? they're going to do. Yeah. What do you mean now? Well, they already they had, had a great Julio one, Jones, but, but Calvin now, Ridley, what more do they need? Well, it was, yeah. it was great. Ever since Julio, but it wasn't. Now it's like, all right, you're adding Pitts to Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. All right, now you have a situation that's trouble for quarterbacks. And is is does Todd Gurley re up his contract? Is he coming back? Or is I he a free agent? Do not know. I didn't even look at that. Yeah, if Todd Gurley's coming back, then look at that offense, man. What's not to love? Yeah, I mean, on paper, it's a beast of yeah. an offense, except. At quarterback. And I'm hearing rumors that are seeing rumors, too, that uh, Julio Jones may be gone by. uh, It's a lot of people saying that. A lot of people saying that. I don't know if there's a lot of truth to that, but um, I know that the Falcons had very serious cap issues. And that's why. But I'd love to see who's in the market for Julio. I mean. uh, Man, if we had the cap room, I'd take him. The timing almost stinks because. Oh my God! If he came down to the Bucks, it's <laughs> a little little to no chance that that happens. No, it's not going to happen. But you'd be listening to the newest season ticket holder for sure. <laughs> I don't I don't care if I had to sell my wife to get him. Wow, uh, I would be there every game. Yeah, yeah. you can always get a new one of those. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't get another Julio Jones. No, nope. there's only one of those guys, Jeez, Louise. Uh, of people that I'd like to see Julio go to, uh, I don't think it would happen. I don't think this franchise would be in the mood to, to make that sort of move. But I think going up to Green Bay would be a good move for him. Oh, like we were talking last week? Yeah. The kind of guy they need on the opposite side of Devontae? Yeah. Oh, man. He'd you be. imagine that? Ooh. That, put, that makes the Packers instant Super Bowl favorites, I think. Jeez, think about if he went to Dallas, what Dak Prescott could do with him and Amari. And CeeDee Lamb. Ooh, and yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. Cap space, though. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, they can't They can't either. Uh, anybody, one like of the big the ones Jags. One of the big ones was uh, the Dolphins, actually, because yeah. they had a lot of cap room. They, they could afford him because he's a $23 million cap hit, I think. Something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. It's low 20s. It's it's hard to see a team that's going to take it. One that's that's wide receiver thirsty, I think, might be able to afford him is the Giants. Don't know if he'd want to go there, but I don't think it'd be up to him at that point. Yeah, I think if it was up to him, you're choosing Miami over the Giants you, as far as location and taxes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, as, far as, as far as monetary, yeah, yeah. you want to go to Miami. Yeah. And that's what they look at. You know, like I told you, um Jackie's cousin you know he he's a undrafted he got he signed with Atlanta right after the draft was over yeah um 
and his agent, you know, I was talking to his parents, we, me and Jackie were, and they were saying, you know, the agent said the first thing that us as agents look at is tax implications. Yep. And you, that should matter to you as the player because it's your money yeah. and it adds up fast. Well, let's, 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 let's go over to that. You're absolutely right. Looking at, uh, at hockey, you look at some of this, the, the salaries, the, the lightning players get paid less than a lot of other franchises, but their bring home is more than any of those guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just because of the way the taxes are set up. Yeah, yeah that no state income tax, it's that, great. that's big. Yeah, let's get through this to uh, to to some of these other weeks, some other good matchups. Uh, week three, uh, we got Panthers and Texans. That's going to be a snoozer, I think. Uh, that's a Thursday night game. Uh, the only other notable game I see there are a couple of divisional games. Uh, we got Colts at Titans. We got Bengals at the Steelers. Uh, I'm interested to see that one. But um, the primetime games for that week, Packers at the 49ers, I think the Pack take that. But a big divisional game for Monday night, Eagles at Cowboys. And depending on how that plays out with Dak, you never know. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I personally think with Dak on the field, the Cowboys spank the Eagles. I agree. I'd love to see Devontae Smith have a great game and, and do well. I'd like to see the Eagles be relevant and make it a game. But if Dallas figures it out, they're back to their old ways. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if I Dak agree. is back on the field, my worry is that he's still going to be gun shy uh. after that ankle. I mean, looking at that ankle, man, anybody got near me, I'd be like, nah, fam, I'm good. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Quit playing. You, and we've seen that before. We've seen, we've seen some it. guys that get in the league and they get hurt and then pressure gets near them and they just dump the ball. Yeah. And they're more worried about getting hit than they are making the read. Uh, which, hey, man, I, I can't say I blame them. It's some of these guys' you, livelihood. You can't with that injury. <clears throat> I mean, that. I mean, you break your leg in half. That is. Yeah. That has ended people's careers. Yeah immediately they never played another down to a point where it could have almost ended his life yeah i mean for a couple guys like alex smith they say that all the time that that injury almost killed him yeah, yeah actually I'm, I'm, my uh, cousin was a running back in high school actually really good and in a practice broke his leg damn near died yeah and never played a game again a lot of very important arteries in there uh yeah. that you can't really mess around with yeah uh, okay, let's jump to week four. Thursday night, we get to see the number one overall pick go against last year's number one overall pick. Trevor Lawrence going up against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Trevor Lawrence potentially being served his first loss in his history of playing football. Uh, that I think goes to week one. If I'm not mistaken, week one for them. Oh yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're talking. We've already moved on past. Week if one. we're looking at yeah. week, well, week one he plays the Texans. He's got a great chance to win that game. I am picking Jacksonville right now. If Deshaun Watson is not playing, uh, yeah, for sure. And then the Jags, week two, they're going up against the Broncos. That's another one they could win. They're there at home. Uh, let's see, week three. There we go. There's a dangerous team. We got the Jags going up against the Cardinals. Yeah. And I think the Cardinals will, think will, will hand him his first loss. Yeah. Cardinals are going to be a good team this year, I think. I agree. I think they were probably solid last year. Yeah. 
Yeah, they were. And, and, you know, Kyler Murray, he's one of those guys that's improved. He proved me wrong. I thought, you know, these short little quarterbacks weren't going to be able to be successful based on their running ability alone, and he's found success. He's also throwing to who I think is the best receiver in the league right now, and DeAndre Hopkins. But, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess. It's hard to beat DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you have a season and your, your dropped passes hits zero – uh, I'm I'm all on board with 110 that. completions. That was just crazy. So here's here's one that uh, for week four that everybody's been talking about. It's been all over Sports Center. Um, there's been some some controversy about it already. Our Tampa Bay Buccaneers. When I say our, I mean you and me, Clay, not Ryan. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, don't. I don't want to put that evil on him. Don't you do it, Ricky Bobby? Uh, but we've got the Buccaneers led by Sir Thomas Brady going into Foxborough to go up against the Patriots. And a lot of folks, I think they're looking for clicks or saying that the Patriots are going to beat them. Oh, yeah. They're just looking for clicks. <sighs> they're they're stirring the pot. Now, the now this is I, – I know that I've said on this podcast that the, the Patriots were the most improved team in the offseason. They had a great offseason, excellent draft. I thought they did a great job. I don't think they get it together and beat the reigning champs who are returning all of their players and their schemes and their coaches. I don't think they put it together in week four, take the bucks, maybe down the road this game. I don't think that's it. I don't think they get it together in time for week four for sure. And I don't even know if they do by the end of the season. Yeah. At least maybe clicking enough that everybody knows, okay, next year they're going to be something, but definitely not by week four. You got Brady loves when he has to prove something. We yep. saw that this year. Everybody was talking about oh, how good would he be if he wasn't behind one of the top five lines every season of his career. And Belichick. And Belichick as his coach. And he comes here, wins that, the Super that's Bowl. kind of a mood argument, though. He went from a okay line to, I mean, a good line to another pretty good line yep. with two of the arguably best receiver like, yep. duo in the league. No preseason, no spring training. He proved it, and he's going to go up there. And I, what I like about this scenario is Bruce Arians will let him make decisions, yeah, especially in the second half if the game is safe. And I could see him saying, "We're not letting off. No, we're going. We're going to let's keep going." Bruce Arians doesn't doesn't strike me as a guy that wants to let off anyway. And and most of these NFL coaches anymore, why would you? Yeah. If you're why would you change your offense to save somebody's feelings on the other sideline? I don't get it. Well, I mean, they mostly do to say, you know Well listen, I'm not gonna run up the score, down. but I'm not gonna stop my offense oh, I'm either. Right. Score up. You, it's gonna look like a game. I would too. I'm, I, I'm not worried about burning clock. Uh, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to be running up to the line just to get more points. But if my offense is working, I'm going to keep it. Working. I'm still throwing a deep ball, and that's what Tom. That's <laughs> in what the Tom, fourth quarter. That's what Tom Brady's going to want to do. Yeah, you know he I is. Scotty oh, yeah. Miller. Scotty Mer- Miller. I mean, I would want to do that every game if I could run an empty set with yeah. Antonio Brown. <laughs> and, let's see, Brown. Godwin, Evans, Miller, uh, any Johnson. of the three tight ends. Tyler that you Johnson. Want. Yeah. I mean, OJ Howard. Let's just Gronk, go nuts with it. Cameron Bright. Yeah. Um, How many routes uh, can we run at one time? Yeah. <laughs> Let's test that. Hey, can any of the old linemen go out for a pass, too? <laughs> um, but other notable uh, matchups from that week, we've got the Cardinals at the Rams uh, and the Monday night game being the Raiders at the Chargers. And did you know that the top four 
ticket sales for games for next season all belong to the Raiders? I didn't know that. They do. Makes sense. It's a brand new stadium. Yeah. The owner, and I got to give kudos to the owner of the uh, the Raiders, said, I will not be watching a single game in my new stadium until my fans can be there in the new stadium. That's nice. Hats off to you, buddy. Yeah. That's for you. We appreciate you for that. I mean, still, it's good for you, but anyway, I like that. Uh, let's move on to week five. Let's see. Thursday night. Another decent one. We got the Rams going against the Seahawks. Um, let's take a look at some other good ones. Jags versus the Titans. I think the Titans take that one easily. Oh, yeah, they should. He's going to stiff arm the Jaguars all again just for all of it. Ooh, here's a really good Sunday night game. The Bills and the Chiefs. little AFC title game rematch. Yeah. Uh, this time it is an arrowhead. Last time it was an arrowhead. Didn't end well. Uh, and Monday night we got the Colts going against the Ravens. How do we see the Colts faring this season? Uh, the defense is going to be stout. Yeah. Who's that quarterback? Uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Formerly oh, of right. Philadelphia right. Eagles fame. I'm not and sure. And our, our third counterpart, who when he can get here, he will, Mr. Nello. He is a diehard Eagles fan. If there's something on the Cigar City Facebook page or any social media that says Go Birds or something about the Eagles, I assure you he posted it. I'm pretty sure he burns his neighborhood block down when they win. Yeah. Just to pay homage to Philly. Yeah, and he's hearing this right now and singing the fly, Eagles fly, right now in oh, his yeah. car or in his kitchen, something. Diehard yeah. fan. Uh, but let's, you know what? That's I'm so glad we brought him and the Eagles up because the Buccaneers this year have five primetime games. And in week six, here's another one that most assuredly our friend Nella will lose a lot of money uh, for because his Eagles are hosting our Buccaneers. And I just don't see them being competitive. I think our defense is too much for a guy like Jalen as much as it I is. adore Jalen Hurts. Uh, I don't think he's ready for this jelly. No. I don't think there's many quarterbacks right now that are ready for that defense. Yeah. Because we saw what that defense can do when Vita Vea came back. Yeah. And I think we're going to get the barring hope, you know, fingers crossed he stays healthy. We're going to see that kind of pressure. Obviously not that much week in and week out, right. but half that much pressure. Mm -hmm. And you've got, you're keeping teams under 17 points. I'm not going to lie. I really wish we played y'all this year. I really <laughs> That'd do. be a great game. I think the Titans have a good squad. You might want to call and just have them win, and then we will play. Um, hey man, the last time we was down here, that's right. Went home by half. The, the last time, no, no, no. Let me let me give my man his his dues yeah, here because last time the terrible. Titans were here, I was sitting right next to Ryan, <laughs> and we were watching this game. And the first play, I think, was a pick six yep. back the other way. Yes, it was. And not to mention, if you've ever been to Raymond James Stadium, any seat in the house, you are sitting next to the actual sun. Yeah. It is so incredibly hot. Es especially when they were all 1 o'clock games back then. Not yeah. to mention, you, you watch that and you just go, I've had enough the already. The crazy part was that was a rare 4 o'clock game, too. Yeah. yeah. And but it you're was still still hot for most of the game. And yeah. I, that's actually the way we built it up. Was we were like, it's going to be great, man. It's 4 o'clock. It'll actually, be good. The first day I met you, too, Clay. Yeah. Was that the same day? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was. we're at the tailgate. Oh, at the tailgate. Warm and fuzzies. 
Uh, that's a fantastic week of football. That's there's some really good matchups this week that I can't wait to see. Uh, Bears and the Packers playing at Soldier Field, one o'clock. But the one I'm I'm interested to see that's another one o'clock game is Chiefs the Redskins. I want to see that high powered offense go up against that high powered defense. Football. Team. That's my kind of football, baby. Football team. What I say, Redskins. You said Redskins. Sorry, Washington. Yeah. Football. Team. Sorry, Washington football team. I'm it's, not going to uh, lie. I think the Chiefs next year are just going to be ridiculous. Think so? Chip on their shoulder, bro. So oh, for sure. After the way he lost. Yeah. Chip Something on the shoulder for, for sure. Real. I mean, yeah, I think that O-line and Mahomes both are mad at themselves in the situation. I don't think I Mahomes just, is mad at himself. He was I the only person that is. got off the bus. Yeah. He was yeah. the only person no, that got I, off the bus. No, no. Mad. Travis Kelsey got off the bus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Travis Kelsey, Kelsey got off the bus. Kelsey was still. I started calling it. Yeah. Once one, you know, third quarter, or whatever, when it's like, okay, they are gonna sure. be in the backfield every play. Watch Kelsey <laughs> be they're gonna throw it to Kelsey in the middle every time. Because he breaks one tackle and nobody's you're not tackling him after. Yeah. If the linebacker doesn't tackle him, he's gone. Hundred percent. Uh that's uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see that though, that matchup. I think you're right. I think the Chiefs do come in with a chip on their shoulder. Uh they play really, really hard, but who knows, man? Who knows what could happen any given Sunday, right? That's why we uh, play the game. For week six, uh, our Sunday night game, Seahawks versus the Steelers at home. And the Bills going against the uh, the Titans Monday night. Can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be a test for you guys, I think. Yeah, how, do you, how do you feel about the Bills? Who are the Bills? Wow. Oh, that's the team that uh, way back in the day they went to four Super Bowls in a row and lost every one of them. How, what what years did they, the Titans go no, to back to back Super right. Bowls? What year did the Titans go to back to back Super Bowls? Fair. How many Fair. Super Bowls have the Titans won? None. They okay. got this close. Yeah, I mean, half a yard. They yeah. did. They did. They're fantastic. But you can't say nah. who were the Bills because they are an AFC favorite. Yeah, they got to be a stout team. They got to be with that defense and and uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I can tell you this right now. I've got them handing Pittsburgh that first loss of the season. Yeah, week one. Yep, they're a good team. They are. You can't. They're they're relevant. Yep. And then uh, week seven, we're moving on. We got the Broncos and the Browns on Thursday at at Cleveland. I think that's an okay game. Man, the Titans. You guys got a rough go of it. Yeah. You got Monday night. Going up against the Bills, and then Sunday at one taking on the Chiefs. Mm. The only good thing about that is you're home for both. This is the week that I'm take back to back wins. If it wasn't for the Pats game, <laughs> this is the week I'd be the most excited about because Chicago embarrassed us last year. They did on on Sunday night television, I or mean, was it Monday? They showed that. Or no, they, it was a Thursday night game. It was a Thursday yeah. night, and they showed that they couldn't score. But by God, they made sure we didn't. Their defense was lights out. It was an it was an embarrassing game for the offense, and it was kind of like, are we even going to be? Do we even have a shot <laughs> at this? Yeah. And so I am looking forward. You want to talk about chip on your shoulder? Brady's got that one earmarked in his. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. He's got a lesson to teach Chicago this year. I couldn't agree more. Um, There's a lot of really great divisional football this week, too. I mean, we've got uh, Washington football team. Well, that's not divisional, but going up against – oh, yeah, it is. Going against Packers. Am I thinking about that right? No, I'm not. No. No, I'm not. 
I want to see that game. But uh, the reason I said divisional is Bengals Ravens. Mm. Oh yeah, Bengals Ravens. What week is that? Too. Uh, this is week seven. Seven. And we've also got uh, the Jets and their newly polished Zach Wilson going into Foxborough. That'll be interesting. And then we've got Colts Niners um, Sunday night. Monday night's going to be Saints Seahawks. And then week eight, moving right along. Starting on Thursday, the pack heading into Arizona. That's going to be a good game. Go against the Cardinals. That'll be a good game. Yeah. That'll be a lot of offense. That'll be a good game for sure. Uh, Steelers play the Browns that week. That'll be a good one. Titans and the Colts play their second. You guys are done after week eight. You're a vendetta with the Colts. Are you happy to be done with them early, or would you like to see them down the road in case of a playoff situation? I don't care. Wow. Whenever we're playing. It's, you know I mean? It's one of those things. You can't, you can't avoid it. you got to play them. you got to play them. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I liked playing the Saints uh, the way we did because then when we saw them in the playoffs, it was fresh in our memories. Yeah. Um, honestly... I expect well, – actually, it's funny. You brought up that stat that both Super Bowls yeah. for the Bucks they were swept by the Saints both seasons. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. In 2 when the Buccaneers beat the pants off the Raiders, we were swept by the Saints. And this last year when we won with uh, Thomas Brady, we were swept by the Saints as well. So, hey, man, you know what? I'd rather uh, lose to the Saints all the time and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, because we still beat them in the playoffs. <clears throat> But um, but I think come week eight, that's going to change. Yeah. I think they're going to go in to New Orleans and win that game. I do, too. Another good matchup there is going to be the Cowboys and the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to have a decent squad this year. Let's see if the Cowboys can figure them out on defense. Uh, week nine, got Jets and the Colts on Thursday night in Indianapolis. Uh, I am looking for I must have missed it when Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson go at it, because they play each other this year. I'm trying to find that. I don't know what week that is, but either way. Uh, Primetime games and some other good games for that week. Green Bay at the Chiefs. That's going to be a great one. Uh, let's see. Where did where did Teddy Bridgewater go? I know he was just drafted or he just traded to another team or signed with a new team. Um, Who did he go to? Can't think of it off the top of my head. Did he go to the Broncos? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I thought he went there. Anyway, uh, Sunday night game, Titans-Rams. I don't think y'all win that game. I think the Rams handle y'all in uh, in L.A. He did go to the Broncos. Oh, he did go to the Broncos. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, do the Broncos play? No, they don't. I thought they played the Panthers. That would have been cool. You get beat uh, by the Broncos? You have no faith, bro. And then Monday night, Bears-Steelers. Yeah, that's going to be a – that'll be another good one. That's a good Monday night matchup. Yeah. Those are storied programs. They, I like storied programs. You liked I you like, like the guys. Uh, the guys that have been around a while. Man, yeah. those are two of the oldest. Yeah. For sure. And Chicago, you know. I mean, I it's not really a lot to compare to. They've been terrible for so long, but yeah. they are getting better. They are. They are. Oh, Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting to see. It will be interesting to see if he's still standing upright by then. It'll be interesting to see if he's actually still a quarterback and hasn't converted to a wide receiver by then. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't think guys like him, and I said it about Kyler Murray, I, I don't think they're durable enough for this league. 
I mean, sure, they're fast. They're great, and they, they're good at improvising, but I just don't know, man. I don't even know how Kyler Murray sees down the field. <laughs> Faith. Uh, yeah. Like, That's, I don't see how he's DeAndre like, Hopkins, you're supposed to be running a post. Uh, here you go. That's think it. so that's how it goes hey man there are worse people to, to, to throw up a prayer to yeah if you ever want to see something funny watch the stafford highlights when he's being chased and just throwing the ball to megatron calvin Dude, johnson li- literally literally doesn't look bro <laughs> it's just like ugh. he's like he's playing 500 when you were kids you know you used to throw the ball 500 that's yeah. what it looks and like hey really you can't bring enough guys to out jump calvin johnson well, for the ball let's be honest Mahomes is very much enjoyed a lot of that ability with Tyreek Hill. Oh, Tyreek's running a fly route. I can throw it as hard as I can. Yeah, he's yeah. the only guy that can run and they can get there. I'm going to hit this one in the parking lot, Tyreek. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to take a real quick break, have some commercials, and then we're going to get back into the rest of the season. Maybe some predictions. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we very much appreciate you taking the time to listen to those. It helps us out a lot. I think there was a technical difficulty last week where they didn't go in. So if you didn't get them, great. If you get them this week. Sorry, but if you listen to them, again, it helps us out quite a bit. So we will be right back. Thank you so much. And we're back. Thank you so much again for your patience and listening to those. If you did, you're the best. Free hugs from Clay anytime if you listen to all three ads. Minimum six seconds, so it's going to be good. Minimum six-second hug with some deep inhales. Speaking of that reaction, week nine, Thursday night football, Jets going up against the Colts, um, and then our primetime games. Ooh, look who snuck into the Sunday night game, the Titans, going up against the Rams. I think we talked about this. We did. We did. We're moving on to week 10. Yeah, because look, we talked about Bears and Steelers because you like those franchises. Your, yeah. your info led me astray. My bad. We yeah. took a long break. We took a long break. Had a good time. Uh, week 10. Week 10, week 10, week 10. We're going to start off with the Dolphins at the Ravens, or otherwise, way, other way around, Ravens at the Dolphins. How do we think the Dolphins do this year? We've had a lot oh, of well. good debate about Tua Tungavaloa yeah. coming into his sophomore season. This is a tough year because... Two is a question mark. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hurts, question mark. Where's Rodgers going? Yeah. If he's still at Green Bay, are there going to be issues that are seen on the field? Yeah. There's all of these unknowns, and that's one of them. I've, I can't, I don't, I couldn't tell you. You know, I think Tua was trying to be the best game manager he could when he came in. I think he overthinks a lot of stuff when he's on the field. Uh, he definitely doesn't have the instincts of his counterpart, Ryan Fitzpatrick, from last year. If Fitzpatrick's brain could go into his body, whew, oh boy, that might be a dangerous quarterback yeah. right there. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't help your player either to have the situation where it's like, all right, you either play well or you're right back on the bench. Either yeah. that just never helps anybody. I didn't think that was a good strategy no. by the Dolphins. Switching back and forth with the quarterbacks. I mean, if you've ever played football, you know that throws off your rhythm entirely. Because you get used to the way a certain quarterback throws you the ball, you get used to his decision making and where the ball's going to be thrown. It's just one of those things. And then when you do that at a professional offense, it's just hard to get good and get any traction. Yeah, that the timing is crucial. Yeah. 
Um, so I don't know how the Dolphins are going to do this year. I want to see them improve. I want to see them do well, but I, I don't know, man. I, it all hinges on their quarterback. Yeah, I'd love for two to be killing it and and playing well, and and for that matchup in Week Five for Tampa to be a, a game that is actually something that you're looking forward to because you're a little nervous. Yeah. And and week ten, we've got some last some teams from the playoffs for last year that are facing each other. I don't know if the Saints are going to be a playoff team against this uh, against them, but they're playing the Titans, who are I think a playoff team. Uh, Washington has a rematch against the Bucks. We've got the Browns and the Patriots playing in Foxborough. That's going to be a good game. Um, let's see for the evening games of week ten. We got Chiefs at the Raiders and Rams at the 49ers. I think those are both going to be killings. I think uh, the Chiefs are going to run through the Raiders, and I think the Rams are going to run over the 49ers. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 49ers just picked up Trey Lance in the draft. Do we Are we seeing Trey Lance or are we seeing Jimmy G? Now, and I mean at this point at in the season. Okay. This I think is, you still see Jimmy G unless he gets hurt again. Th- yeah. th- it's another one. All right, so let's say he's not injured. He's healthy, hundred percent. Sure, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, I think he's another game managing quarterback. I don't think he has, uh, like, let's put the bar, let's set the bar for best physically talented quarterback. I think right now it's still Rodgers, with Patrick Mahomes nipping at his heels very closely. I agree. I think when you look at physical specimens of quarterback, those two guys are who you look at. And like like most athletic quarterback, we look at uh, we look at uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. But when I'm looking at the at the 49ers and I'm looking at Jimmy G, I compare him to more of a game manager of a Kirk Cousins or a uh, or a Tom Brady. If you're looking at the the physical attributes, not mental or anything like that, just what they can do. Yeah, he's a good quarterback, but I just don't know. And y'all gonna have to put a little more respect on Jimmy G's name. I don't actually have to do that at all. Yeah. What has he done for me? Yeah, he's done nothing for you. What has he done for San Francisco? I mean, he's played solid. I mean, other than being hurt. I mean, they also so, don't that's, give him. That's the thing. I mean, that's great. And, and But so, sure, there are some physically talented individuals. Jamarcus Russell was physically talented. Jamarcus yeah. Russell was a fuck tool. <laughs> saw the hesitation in your face he, uh, yeah. I, I couldn't help it though because you're talking about the guy who literally changed the way drafts get draft picks get he, paid he yeah he did he's the one he's know. the number one reason thanks a lot oakland um but but that's what i'm saying is like there are physically talented guys but if you can't stay on the field it doesn't matter how talented you are yeah you know? and that's what i'm saying i mean he he's had some injuries so i mean look at nick bosa who's on that same team he's looked at as a game wrecker at defensive end he's an excellent player when he's on the field he wrecks his own game same with kittle yep uh, but Kittle's had a little bit better uh, record of that, I think. I yeah, think, I think he's had more the, time on the field. Yeah, I think this is his first year. He's actually really been hurt for yeah. like an extended period of time. But I don't know, man. Uh, so let's take a look at that. So uh, week 10, we just got done talking about that. Uh, and I don't I don't know if Trey Lance is there at that time. But if, if anything, if it's been like 49ers of old, we probably will see him. I, I know. You can't say. It's yeah. another one of those. Un- There's a lot of unknowns. Co- Right as at at this point coming into the coming into preseason, I think yeah. there's still going to be a lot of these same questions. So uh, Thursday night, week eleven, Patriots Falcons. 
Uh, it's an interesting one. I don't know who's going to take that one. But we've also got some good uh, divisional football, Packers-Vikings. I will always turn that game on. When I'm watching those two, there's a couple. And, and, and the Packers, you talk about story franchises. Yeah. I always want to watch Packers-Bears and Packers-Vikings every time. Absolutely. Um, some other good divisional games going on, Titans-Texans, but I think that'll be a beating. That's another one of those anomalies. We don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. They said uh, on the news the other day that his stuff is about to settle, but we've seen in the past where even though it's settled, the NFL doesn't always want to want to touch those players again. And before this or all started, even. before this all started, Deshaun wanted out of the Texans. He didn't yeah. want to stay there. So I think he still wants out. Does he change his tune? You think he still wants no, out? Still wants out. I think he still wants out, but he's just going to be happy to still have a job. Who's going to touch him? This is not. This is the worst kind of press. <laughs> the Steelers. Yeah. Ah, well, that would be a dangerous uh, precedent. That changes the whole AFC. Uh, AFC North. Um. I, wait. Yeah, AFC North. I think Pittsburgh as an organization doesn't want to make it a point of bringing on more people with such allegations. That's uh. my point. Yeah, that was my point. That was yeah. a joke. Okay, okay. I took you seriously, hundred percent. That was the joke. I took you seriously. Well, listen, <laughs> Roethlisberger's getting up there, man. Yeah. I could see Carolina yeah. making a move for Deshaun Watson. Carolina yeah. needs to make a move for a quarterback. You know no. who I could also see possibly making a move. They had a quarterback for Deshaun though. Watson. Who Carolina did? Yeah, Sam Darnold. No, they had a. Uh, they just traded him to the Broncos. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. They yeah, but Bridgewater, Bridgewater was complaining, saying they never practiced red zone red zone offense. Never. That's probably a valid point. I mean, <laughs> as a quarterback. Well, they had to get there first. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say before we yeah, hit record he today? Said, he said if you can't get to the red zone, like, it what don't does matter. it matter? Were the were the Panthers the number one in red zone appearances in the in the season? I no. Just, I've just never been impressed with Terry Bridgewater in the NFL. Teddy, yeah. Or Teddy, I mean. I've never been in, uh, never been impressed with Speaking it. of getting names wrong, we talked about Derrick Henry uh, stiff-arming the life out of someone. That was Josh Norman, not Richard Sherman. Yeah. Yes, Sorry, Sherm. About that. Sorry, Sherm. I know you're a big fan of the show. And then he, he stiff-armed somebody else. It wasn't Sherm. Oh, he got like, Earl uh, Thomas bad. All of the Jaguars. There was some guy. <laughs> the whole team. Some guy from Detroit. <laughs> he even got the coach. was <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite memes is like oh, all the Jags guys sitting there crying. They're like, oh, he's over here just stiff arming people like they ain't got families. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And then, oh, here's one that I can't wait for. We've got a, 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 a matchup that burned my ass last time we played with the Giants and the yeah, Bucks. That. That's the Monday night game. The Giants came through and beat us with Daniel Jones. I was not pleased. It's right here in Tampa Bay. And I can't wait. I, I, can't I think the Giants are going to be sacrificial lambs that week. I have yeah. a, a good friend. Think of the, uh, tree trunks. I have a good ready. friend by the name of Nick Zerla that is a huge Giants fan. And I'm sure you still are hearing about it. And he is, he well, A, he says the Giants are going to be above 500 every season before it starts. And that they're going to make the playoffs. Huh. But he is calling that the Giants are going to embarrass the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. It's fun to pretend. Yeah. 
it's fun to pretend, and I, I I would love to watch that game with him. Saquon goes off for three hundred. Now that's that's a big if. If Saquon is back, that's a huge part of that offense. You can't take that away, and we'll also see how their young rookie develops. Kadarius Tony is that his first Kadarius? If that's right. If Saquon is let's look that up is back and healthy in that game. He'll only be back for a couple of drives. But let's also remember that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the number one rushing defense last year. That defense is going to swallow him up. And that was last year. This is this year. And unless Danny Dimes has made leaps and bounds between last season and then, they don't really have to worry too much about pass coverage. Kadarius Tony, I got it right. You got it right. Danny Dimes was throwing pennies last year. Yeah. Didn't look good. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm not really too worried about Saquon that game. Okay. Let's take a look at week 12. Let's got Thursday night. We got the Bears and the Lions. This is a big game for Tampa. Oh. Oh, Play, yeah. Playing Indy. This is a big game for Tampa in Indy. This is, this is I think, the biggest defensive test to the point of the seat to this point in the season and maybe the whole season. That oh. indie defense is just disgusting. Yeah, it's good. We've also got uh, Eagles playing the Giants. We've got Steelers-Bengals. Got some good games this week with their Sunday night game being, ooh, Browns and Ravens. I want to see that one too. Yeah, it'll be a good one. I mean, the Browns are just scrappy this year. Oh, and L.A.'s going to Green Bay that week too. And we got Seattle going into Washington to face the football team. I really want to see the Browns go off a little bit. Not I, even gonna lie. I, you know what? I'm one of these guys. I, I want to see these franchises that are nev- that have never had tons of success do well. And the Browns, it's been a long winter for them. It's, they got their first playoff win last year in a long time. Poor Cleveland. I yeah. just I want it for the people. Yeah, <laughs> for the people of Cleveland. I mean, they they made a whole movie about draft day built around Cleveland because they're in that bad of shape. Yep. For so long. If Kevin Costner couldn't help him, who can? I know. <laughs> big shout out to Kevin if big, you're listening. Kevin's a big fan I of the show. You. Listens a lot. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to be a big week for them. I I think that's going to be a good game. They always just they they are fighting tooth and nail and Miles Garrett is an actual monster. Uh, so I love watching him play too. Week 13, we're getting into the uh, the later parts of the year. Thursday night, we got Cowboys and Saints at at New Orleans. Uh, that'll be a good one. We got Vikings and the Lions. How about the Lions, huh? Getting Penne Sewell in the draft. Got their new fiery head coach who had that wonderful press conference about biting off kneecaps. Do the, do the Lions deliver this year, or is that just no. another no. Uh, flash in the pan? If they couldn't deliver with Stafford, they're dang sure not going to do it the first year without him. However, yeah. I still think they won that trade. They got a decent starter in golf and two first-rounders for yeah, Stafford. I think it, that was all a win, especially for Stafford. That was a dumb yeah. trade. Stafford is a great quarterback yeah i mean he's he's good i don't know if i'd put great on him he's talented he is he just couldn't catch a break in detroit man (laughs) who can i don't know if i can i I would be in a constant state of depression if i lived in detroit but i thought them having penne sewell drop to them if he pans out he that's going to be a good pick for them for the long run because then maybe their quarterback can stand upright 
Uh, we got Broncos at the Chiefs, Bucks at the uh, Falcons. Some good matchups here. Let's see. Ravens at Steelers is that week. That's a good one. Uh, Sunday night, we got the Niners going into Seattle. And the Monday night game, the Patriots at the Bills. I think that's easily going Buffalo. It's in Buffalo. That's, yeah, I mean, I mean that's, just, it's tough to win there. I just think Buffalo. And at this point, it's Buffalo in December. Not that the Patriots aren't used to cold yeah. weather. But, uh, yeah, that's a tough place to win no matter who you are. Week 14 starting off Thursday, Steelers at the Vikings. Let's uh, go, Delvin. Delvin Cook, your Florida State boy. Uh, Raiders and Chiefs, Ravens at the Browns, they finish up. Cowboys at the Washington football team. Jags go to the Titans. A lot of good divisional football here. Oh, and here's the other big test. Bills are coming to Tampa. That's going to be another one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then we got the uh, Bears at the Pack and the Rams at the Cardinals. Man, week 14's looking good. I can't wait to see how that one plays out. Here we go getting into the end of it. Week 15, Chiefs at Chargers. We've got uh, a good... This used to be a good matchup. I don't know if it's going to be considered that now, but we got the Pats at the Colts. Those two franchises got a lot of history together. I just think that Colts defense... It ain't going to be an issue. I don't know, man. That we shall see. Depending on who's their starting quarterback by this time. Because the way it was with Bill Belichick, which it normally isn't, he was even talking about switching out his quarterbacks. Yeah. I think he did it a couple times last yeah, year. he benched them all. That's just, that's unlike He him. had to. I mean, let's see. He benched Newton after the fourth interception of, I can't remember what week it was. He had to bench him. Yeah. You can't let this, it was already a train wreck. And even even Cam Newton came out uh, and was like, yeah, no, I deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Jets at the Dolphins. Titans play the Steelers. That's a good one. Uh, Cowboys and Giants. Another good one. Uh, let's see. Oh, Sunday night football saints coming to Tampa Bay. And then Monday night's going to be the Vikings at the bears. Here we are. Week 16 Thursday night, 49ers at the Titans. You guys got some primetime games going too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good reaction for a diehard fan. I like that. <laughs> like seeing that exposure eking out a meh at Orion. It's one of those things where it doesn't matter. It does, where, though. Hey, at least you know it'll be you know, on TV you know I mean? around like, here. Thursday or Sunday or, you know, Monday night, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you as a casual fan of the NFL, as we all are, um, sure, it's easy to say it doesn't matter. But for some of these players, for their first primetime games, or when they know that the eyes of the entire league are on them, it does affect them yeah. for sure. Um, definitely, especially does. teams that aren't used to that kind of love. And it's only been the last couple of years that the Titans have started getting that kind of love and attention. So we'll see how they react. I, I don't think Vrabel's worried about it, but maybe some of the other guys are, who knows, uh, bucks are finishing up with the Panthers. I think, Oh no, the, they played the Panthers later on in the season. I think, yeah, but, we played um, them last week. There you go. Yeah. They, we're, we're there. We're three weeks apart. Like we were, I think with the Falcons a couple of years ago. But uh, Steelers play the Chiefs. Uh, the Sunday night game, Washington at Cowboys. They'll finish up. And Dolphins at the Saints on Monday night. 
Okay, I, I haven't seen it. Am I am I blind? Uh, we need to just go ahead and Google. I want to see when that Zach Taylor Trevor Lawrence. There it is. I missed it the last week, week sixteen. The number one and two pick play each other, and a lot of people are saying that the Jets are going to take that. They think uh, Zach Wilson went into a better situation, better offense, better team. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. They're both at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Right now they are. <laughs> as right of, now they as are. of right now. And here's the thing, Jaguars fans. I I don't feel a well of hope for you. Because I don't think Urban Meyer is your guy. I just don't. I don't know why Shad Khan would go in and hire Urban Meyer. He's had some great success in college, but I just don't see him being successful in the pros. Trevor Lawrence is a no-brainer. You can't even praise him for that pick and be like, man, great job. No, you were you inherited the number one pick, so you get that kid. But after that, I mean, Travis Etienne was looked at kind of like, eh, I like the pick, but a lot of people were saying they could have gotten him later in the draft. And then you do this free agent move like we just heard. Which was what? I think Mr. Tim Tebow, Mr. Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. okay. signing as a tight end. So let, let's look real quick at a couple of pros of that. Yeah. Because at first I'm like, this is dumb. Where's a pro? Uh, Season ticket but sales. A, a pro to the That's organization it. is money because yeah. they, they will sell out. Uh, and, and two, what, you know, Trevor Lawrence, heck of a quarterback, a lot of heck of quarterbacks, a lot of guys that look better than he did in college did terrible in the pros at least he's got tim tebow there to help him out tim tebow is he's played he's been a quarterback he's been a starter in the pros he's been to the playoffs beat the steelers uh, beat the the steelers yeah uh i mean you got you got to hand it to him you want guys like that that can help your rookies that's just the way it goes but how much help is he gonna be yeah that's what i'm saying I, I tr- truly, because Trevor Lawrence has has a history of winning just like Tebow did. Um, and here's the thing, putting him at tight end, when was the last time Tim Tebow, now he's a physical specimen, he's a good-looking guy as far as his physique goes, and you would think he would play running back or tight end or fullback. He's got a tight end shape. But, but looking at him, when's the last time he had to block a defensive end? That's That's, the, that's one of the definite cons. Because yeah. I do not see him blocking. Because I look at the defensive ends just in his division. Like we look at the Colts, we look at um, we look at the Titans, and used to be the Texans with you know JJ uh, Watt. I don't I don't see him being very successful at that, and I don't see blazing speed out of him either to be a guy like uh, maybe a Kyle Pitts or an O.J. Howard or somebody who can move really well and get open against some of these DBs. Yeah, I just see it as uh, Urban Meyer doing a solid for his buddy to getting him in there to go and play, and I, I hope it works out. I don't have any ill will towards him. I just, looking at it as a football fan, I don't see the benefits of bringing in Tim Tebow other than to get fans in the stands yeah, the, yeah. i mean the, the the pros are ticket sales, jersey and, sales and jersey sales and to have a guy that's been a starting pro quarterback to help out trevor lawrence I, yeah. I, that's it that's your pros mm, but I that's mean, a guy who's also been a game away from the game for what years seven eight years something like that i don't yeah. think it's been that long yes wow yeah, it's been a long time 
Like I guess it had yeah, because he's been he's played baseball for what six years. Yeah, and, and I think there's guys coming out of college that offer more upside than Tim Tebow does. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's not a knock against Tebow. You had just been out of the game, buddy, and the last time you were here, you were a quarterback. Yeah. You were not a tight end at the highest level. One of my first things I thought was what good tight end just missed out on that roster spot. Yeah, because there's still plenty of them that can be gotten. And, and that's just the thing. That's why I say, yeah, of course he signs with the Jaguars because Urban Meyer's there. And then I, that makes me think about his judgment going forward. So I don't know if I'm if I'm in Duval County, I'm not really having a lot of faith in old Urban Meyer. Hopefully he proves me wrong. But uh, week he, 17, starting off Thursday. Wait, no, no Thursday night game, week 17. Nope. Um, Should be all Sundays, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all Sundays here. Let me take a look. Yep. No, there's one Monday night game. The, Monday no. night game, Browns and Steelers. Okay. But we're getting into the nitty-gritty here. This is when we start seeing some teams that you know are going to start resting people and not going so crazy if they've got spots secured uh, in the playoffs. Which one great opportunity to rest people is the Bucks against the Jets. Bucks against the Jets. Bills against the Falcons, depending on how their seasons are going. Um but you're still going to have some guys out there, you know, trying to fight for playoff spots. Green Bay at the Vikings is that week too. That could be a big game that somebody's got to play and got to play well. Um, same with Browns and Steelers. I don't know who's going to win that division. I don't either. That's that's a toss up right now. My favorite, my money is on the Browns, but I don't know. I want it to be the Browns. <laughs> I do. Yeah, and I don't even know anybody from Cleveland. No, nope. I just want it for him. We just want to see him do well for Kevin Costner. And since Peyton Manning, and I think he's better than Peyton Manning, Baker Mayfield may be the best quarter, quarterback. Did you just say what? better in, than Peyton Manning? Let me finish what? in doing funny commercials. Oh, <laughs> if you let me finish, <laughs> because Peyton oh was hilarious God. in his commercials, and 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 you know Aaron Rodgers is terrible in commercials, and so is um. Um, I don't say Aaron's Pat, terrible Patrick in commercials. Oh, my God, it's terrible. But Peyton was great, oh, and Baker man. Mayfield is hilarious. Baker yeah, Mayfield's really good in the commercials. Oh, they're so funny. Honestly, he's, like, he's got all the bags, and he's, like, kicking oh, on the no. gate. <laughs> yeah. I obviously don't watch a lot of commercials nowadays. So. Oh, man, it's good. Uh, Peyton Manning used to be really good, though. Cut that meat. Yeah. Cut that and meat. And when he's getting high fives from regular people, and he's yeah. like, I'm never going to wash his hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he sells it. Him yeah. pissing off Brad Paisley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are good. Oh, those yeah. are really good. Uh, so let's get into the last week of the season here. Uh, we got uh, Washington and the Giants. Oh, that's not a Thursday game. It's another one. No Thursdays here at the end of the year. Ooh, lots of divisional stuff. Washington and the Giants. Yeah, is Are these all divisional games? They look like it. They yeah. typically are. Yeah. So Washington and the Giants, Bengals and the Browns, Saints and the Falcons, Steelers at the Ravens, Jets at the Bills, uh, Packers at the Lions, Panthers at the Bucks, Colts at the Jaguars, Patriots, Dolphins, Bears, Vikings, Cowboys, Eagles, Titans, Texans, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, uh, Seahawks, Cardinals, 49ers, Rams. It's going to be an interesting one. That'll be a good week of football. So let's go through our divisions here and we'll see who do we think is going to go out and win in each division. All right. 
Let's go ahead and take a look. Let's get our divisions up here in front of us. Uh, let's see. Let's start with uh, with ours, with the obvious one, right? Because we're so impartial. <laughs> I think the Saints do struggle this year. And I thought they were really our only competition. And without Drew Brees, when we're not facing a, a, uh, a Hall of Famer twice a year, I think the Bucks are a shoe-in to win this division. So, uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's, I think that's guaranteed. Yeah. I think, um, we were close last season, honestly. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If we'd have won one of those games against the Saints, we'd have been number one in the division. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think the Bucks are easily taking this one. Yeah. I don't think the Falcons are making moves. We know the Panthers aren't going to make moves. And like you said, with the Saints... You're just not – you can't bounce back from losing Breeze that fast. I think they have a, an excellent opportunity with uh, Sean Payton and that defense being what it is and the fact that – I mean, so so the problem is they're only really replacing the quarterback, but the prob, but but the good thing is – I mean, the good thing is they're only replacing the quarterback, but the problem is the person they're replacing is a quarterback, yeah. right? So it's good and bad. And it's Drew Breeze. Yeah. Um, NFC West, 49ers, Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks. Who y'all got taking that division? Man, I want to take the Seahawks. I really? do. I do. But Nobody's I think looking it's going to be Cardinals, the Rams. Huh? I, I thought you guys were, Rams. I thought you were going to say Cardinals. I'm going Rams, too. I think the Rams are going to win that. With Stafford? Yeah. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be them. Yeah. I, I, three yeah. years ago, I might have said, yeah. Yeah. Maybe even two years ago. But, No. Honestly, with DK Metcalf coming, becoming like into his own, bro. Did you see that guy run a ten three six hundred meter the other day? I did, uh, but I also have seen some teams with excellent wide receivers that just have a wide receiver. Well, I mean, they've got Russell Wilson, got Russell Wilson, but the, the Legion of Boom is gone. Yeah. I don't, I don't see much there. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I think we all had a different pick in that one. Who'd you go with? You going with Seattle? Seattle. You went with the Rams. Yeah, I gotta go Rams. Yeah, I would. Per, I like Seattle. Yeah, I like Russell Wilson. Great dude, good quarterback, but he's just uh, has been playing to his potential. Okay, he didn't last year, in my opinion. How about NFC North? Who do we think takes that? I, in my opinion, it's between the Packers and the Vikings. It's the Packers all day if Rodgers is still there. Okay, Rodgers isn't there, then what? It's a toss up. You think? Does Justin Fields bring the the Bears back into relevance? I'm gonna say it's if if I had to put money on it, I'd go Vikings just because Vikings, yeah. of Justin Fields being a rookie. But so we're all in consensus that if if twelve is there, the Packers are, are the yeah. kings of the NFC North. I, no, I'm I, still going with the Vikings. Wow, really? And what mm. what why do you think that? I'm not, I just want to know. Curious. I don't know. It's just one of those things with that much, you know what I mean? Like animosity. You think there's too much turmoil in the yeah, locker room? going on, like, it's going to be hard to concentrate, I, I feel, for a little while. Mm. And with him not. But what I'm a, wondering is, you've got him talking to these got to these free agents about don't make decisions. Is the animosity just between him and the front office? Or, or let's say he's still there, once they start playing football, is everything going to be all right as far as the chemistry with the team in the locker room? And is it just going to be between him and the front office and yeah. maybe head coach or just I, front office? I, I think, think it's a little bit head coach. I think you're assuming that he's actually going to play. I mean, 
he pretty much has made it clear that if they don't get rid of that GM, he's not playing. Huh. I, I'm willing to see. I'm willing to see. So at this point, uh, you know, I, I think I think if he plays, Pack win. If not, Vikings look strong. Um, NFC East: Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, and Washington. I got to go football team. <laughs> well, how about you, Mister Ryan? You say NFC East? Yeah, that's uh, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, and the Washington football team. Probably the worst division in the NFL last year, if I am remembering correctly. <laughs> no, you are. They they entered the playoffs with a losing record. Um, everybody likes to bring up that Washington had a decent showing, but they don't like to bring up that they lost. I uh, I hate these guys more than anything, but I think the Cowgirls are going to take it. Yeah? I'm going to go ahead and say a pick that I know our third counterpart is going to love. And I think when he sees me after hearing this, he's going to give me a big old hug and say, I'm so glad you said that. Because when I look at the NFC East, I think the Cowboys are definitely far and away going to run away with it, especially with Dak Prescott. If Dak stays healthy, nobody, nobody in that division is going to touch them. That's kind of what I'm banking on, though. Yeah. So, but okay. So, so Neil, calm down wherever you are, breathe <laughs> deep breaths, because if Dak goes down, which I, I don't want anybody to get hurt, then I'm going Washington football team. Moving on. Same. <laughs> Let's go over to the AFC South. <laughs> I, I already know uh, your answer to this one. We got Colts, Texans, Titans, and the Jaguars. Hmm. I wonder who Ryan's going to pick. Tighten up, baby. It's just like we uh, us with the Buccaneers. That's a foregone conclusion. Who you got, Clay? I think I know who you got. I think I know who you've got. Tell me who you think I got. I think you've got the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I, all right, so here's the thing. I am torn bad yeah. between the Titans and the Colts, <laughs> but I'm just a it, defense wins football. That's in my opinion. Defense, defense wins, wins championships. championships and, and, yeah. and the Colts are just... God, that defense was – it is so impressive last year. Really Titan, Titans are not slouches on defense. They're not. They were impressive in the uh, playoffs too, weren't They're they? They're not at all, but I'm going to give it to the Colts, I think. That's blasphemy, sir. I'm sorry. Um, it is what it is. I am going to side with our good friend Ryan and go with the Titans. I think I the Titans have the, uh, have the edge. I think they're going to come back this year really strong. And Derrick Henry, I, I just can't bet against him. And, and you know, with uh, with Carson Wentz going there and being kind of a uh, an unproven commodity for that team, uh, I just I can't pick it. Can't pick Here, it. Here's one thing to look at: Colts and Titans had the same record last year. They both finished eleven and five. Uh-huh. The net points for the Titans. So they outscored their opponents by 52, mm-hmm. Colts by 89. Wow. That defense, man. That same record. Yeah. That defense. 89 points is a lot of points. That's a lot of points to, to, to be, yeah. especially with, I mean, so here's what I look at. The Titans offense will get a little bit better, kind of like that normal increase in, in just overall ability as a team together. Mm-hmm. Indy can make moves, right? An improvement on offense. It'll be That's interesting all I'm to saying. see. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see. Let's uh, let's move on to the AFC East. 
We got the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Patriots. Do the Patriots see a resurgence and become reclaim the crown? I think it's Bills all the way. So do I. I that, that's the that's an easy decision for me. Yeah, the Bills I think are, are early favorites to 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 go to the Super Bowl in the AFC. I'm sorry, where was that at? Oh? <laughs> The Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, or the Jets. Get off your grinder account or your Tinder or whatever you're looking at. <laughs> Don't be jealous because I'm talking to hot babes. Um, <laughs> All right. I just want to throw salt in. Be like the Jets. Yeah? Why not? Of course With Zach saying. Wilson? Let's go for the underdog. No, let's not. Let's be realistic. The Bills are going to roll everybody. <laughs> it's amazing how Titans fans sound just like volunteer fans. <laughs> It's a Tennessee thing. All right, let's talk about AFC West. This one is, if you ask anybody in major sports media, you know the answer to this question. Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders. It's going to be the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, I think the Chargers are uh, are going to make an insurgence. They'll be a close second, but, um, yeah, it's Chiefs. For so me you, too. you think out of out of the Chargers and the Raiders – yeah, I mean the Broncos. I don't. I don't know. I don't count the Broncos right now. Uh, I don't think Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is the answer for them. Um, I, I just don't think that's going to be a good one. What if Rodgers went to the Broncos? Well, then it's the Broncos, man. I'm kidding. No, it's, it's still there's not enough of a team there. You still go I cheese. Rodgers. But... Rodgers elevates that division, that team yeah. so much, and he probably he probably takes some guys uh, like Jerry Judy and turns them into superstars, but. It's not enough yeah. to compete with the Chiefs, in my opinion. I agree. The Chiefs are clear. The number two is tough. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I think this is our last division, AFC North. And I think this is the most competitive division right now uh, in football in terms of who's going to, to make it to the end. I agree. Um, it is not all garbage, and it's not top-heavy. Yeah. So you're going with the Ravens. I'm going with, with the Ravens. You think J.K. Dobbins is going to be able to take that load that uh, Mark Ingram took with him and be able to carry that team on the running game with Lamar Jackson? I mean, you're talking about Ingram. Did he, he He was out a lot last year. J.K. Dobbins, who needs him? I'm going with the quarterback, bro. Oh, that's, you, a, that's a running back. Huh. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, okay. So so I, I could see where you're saying that because he is impossible to game plan for except for the teams that completely blanketed him. But um, you, I can't pick a team with one weapon. I mean, they've got Hollywood Brown. He's really good. But who else is on the Ravens other than J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson on uh, offense? I know they just signed him. Uh, who was it that they signed? They got him another like veteran wide receiver. Somewhere that oh, we also forgot A.J. Green went to the Cardinals. That's right, he did. Yeah, that changes that dynamic yeah, it a lot. Changes it big time. Um, I don't think it changes my answer, but that that's going to be a competitive division in itself. Um, so who's your pick to win the AFC North? I'm going Cleveland. Cleveland Browns. Huh? I'm calling Cleveland. They're going, huh? I mean, I think I'm pretty sure they had the same record as as the Ravens did. Yeah. And I I want to say let's see, Pittsburgh won that division uh, last year. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I, th I think they did because of their record. They went eleven and uh, I think they won eleven and zero. Oh, then they then they dropped a bunch in a row. I think they only won one more after that. Yeah, I think they ended up with twelve wins. 
and I believe the Ravens in Cleveland had 11. Huh. Let's take a look at that. AFC North. That's why I was saying it's the most it's the most balanced division. Yeah, so last year the only team that didn't break 10 wins were the Bengals. And you are correct. Steelers were 12 and 4. Uh 7 and 1 at home. And the Ravens were 11 and 5 and the Browns were 11 and 5. Um I'm thinking Cleveland's taking it. I mean, unless Najee just shows up and it's like, oh, my God, it's another Derrick Henry out of Alabama, and then everybody hates Alabama even more because now we have two of those kind out there, just bruiser big boys. Yeah. Unless that happens, I think Cleveland's going to take that division. I do. Um, so I feel this good is, about it. This is another one that hinges on one player because if Roethlisberger's around, you got Chase Claypool coming back, got Juju Smith-Schuster, and now you got Najee Harris and they've always had a good defense. Now, they lost Bud Dupree, but yes, they've got they Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, T.J. Watt. Uh, I think they still have Cameron Hayward. Do they not? Mm -hmm. um, if Big Ben is around for a whole season, I'm taking the Steelers. I think that division knows each other so well. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think the Steelers are going to be able to take that division if they keep Big Ben. If Big Ben's not around, I'm going to give it to the Browns as well. Did they fix their uh, offensive line problems? They lost Villanueva and Pouncey, so that's how it's hard to replace and fix that. We don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, those absolutely. Are two huge guys. Right. So, who's going to step in? We don't know if that O line will still be productive or not. I mean, it's hard to replace those guys, but still, I think. The, what I said, though, is like Mike Tomlin is an excellent coach, and the Steelers uh, do have a lot of talent at every facet of their team, and they've proven they can win. It's just a matter of, you know, can they do it? Can they keep Big Ben upright? Can Najee take enough of the heat off of the quarterback and the wide receivers to have them be effective? All right. So way, way, way too early predictions of who's going to the Super Bowl. I want to hear it. I want to oh, hear Oh, who's it. going to the Super Bowl? Who's going to the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm the Bucks are going back. Okay. I'm saying it. I'm being that guy right now. <laughs> and I'm confident about it. Okay. So you're going with that, all right? I'm going with the Bucks. Uh, let's see if you're uh, a hometown guy as well. Give give I'm it. honestly going to go Chiefs, Seahawks. Chiefs and Seahawks. Okay. Not I said the Jack. I am going with the Bills and the Buccaneers. I think the com competitors for the throne are definitely the Chiefs. I think Pack is definitely in that conversation if Aaron Rodgers is there. Um, but I, I don't think any of those teams have the legs to keep it going. Well, that's not fair to say because it all depends on late in the season who's healthy, who's not. But looking at the teams on paper, I think the Buccaneers have less holes than anybody else on uh, on the squad. And I think the Bills are going to be, you know, you said chip on the shoulder for the Chiefs. I think the Bills have that same chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard See, for it's me weird, to pick. Because, like, last year I, the Bills didn't seem to really – me dominate dom they just found ways to win mm. you know what i mean so it's not like they came out like the chiefs when they're putting up 60 50 points every game you know what i mean yeah. so the chiefs also uh, had some situations where they were down uh, by double digits and came back and won as well you know it's a fun stat that uh the chiefs i forget 
how much exactly it is, but 80% of the time or something like that. They, they win, win every time? When they're done. No, they win. <laughs> Sorry. Or they had one when they're down 21 points or more. They've always won. That's some, crazy. Some, I think some, I remember hearing that. That is a weird stat. I like, got to yeah. tell you. The first it time was, it was broken was when, the Bucks. When actually. it was 28 to 9 in the in the Super Bowl, I was still telling people, I was like, I'm not counting them out. Yeah, you, could, you couldn't. I'm not. But uh, either way, I think that's a fun one, man. It's going to be a great season. Finally getting some uh, some uh, training camp in, some preseason football in. It's It could all change in one week, right? It could all change oh, yeah. with a free agent thing. Just like I said, if Julio were to go to Green Bay, then Green Bay might be able to beat well. anybody in the league. Who knows? Yeah, I think as of right now, it's easy for me to say the Bucks because to your point, they had the less holes to fill because they had no holes to fill because they brought right. back everybody. Yep. Staff, I mean, the coaches and starters, and don't forget Antonio Brown wasn't considered one of the 22 starters, and they still brought him back. Right. And then, you know, add Giovanni Bernard and all that they did. I think that's an easy decision. It is tough for me to pick between the Bills and the Chiefs, though. Yeah. I don't I, know. That, I thought take. that was going to be an excellent game, and the Chiefs ran away with it. But I think I think the Bills are are, are knocking at the door. Yeah. See, I think if yeah. my boys step up and actually play some goddamn defense this year. <laughs> I was I was just about to say, and you can't count out the Titans if they get a little more well-rounded. Yeah. Like, honestly, A.J. Brown stepping up big. Love that kid. Yeah. Get him someone else on the other side. Yeah. At, at this time in the damage. season, literally anybody not named the Lions or the Raiders have a shot or the Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to count those guys out. I'm sorry. I hope they prove me wrong. Texans without Deshaun Watson. Sorry, I love you, but that you're not yeah. going anywhere. If he's not without there, that's, that's it for their season. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us. It's uh, been a good episode. Love you guys. We will see you next week. Let's hit that sweet music. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, thank you so much. We've been the Cigar City Podcast. We'll catch you next week with more information about these NHL playoffs. Rota. And I got one more bold prediction. King Henry's going for his third title in a row. Say it with your chest. He's going for his third title in a row. <laughs>